Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I'm Steven and with me as always is Brandon bringing you the first ever live stream from YouTube version of the Everything Must Go podcast. I like to mention whenever we do something new here because it's fun to go back and listen to these because I do go back and I listen to a lot of these episodes. Not been doing it so much recently, but you know, maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm superficial, maybe I'm vain, but that's uh, that's what I do from time to time. I always like the Donald Glover, who's also a childish Gambino. Uh, he talked about this idea that there was this one time uh, he uh, was taking a girl out on a date and she got into his car and he was listening to his own music and started giving him shit for listening to his own music. And he's like, why would I not be a fan of my own music? Like, if I'm not going to be a fan of my own stuff, then why am I creating it? So I, I don't know if that's just a justification for it or if that's a <laughs> legitimate reason, but I like to live by that. Hey, I think it's legitimate. I think it's fine. I like to do it. I like to go back and listen to myself. I like to watch YouTube videos of myself because, one, I, I think I learn from them. Like, I think I can kind of nitpick myself and say, ah, I wish I would have done this differently. So I, I think that there's some value in it, and I totally do agree that if you're putting stuff out there that you don't like, then it just feels kind of weird. Absolutely. I mean, there's probably a point where maybe if you cross a certain threshold where you just start, like, watching or listening all the time, maybe there's... But I... I I don't know because I, I think I think you do the same thing that I do is sometimes I just I'll listen over and over again to pick up on things that I might not pick up on the first time around and it's it's not always conscious that I'm um, like looking for stuff to improve on but I know that if I like pay attention to my art enough I'll probably find something that I want to refine a little more dude I I agree I mean I, a good example of this is actually Today, I, I decided to go back and watch a couple of my videos from about a year or so ago that have like some of my more views, and I just wanted to watch it with this time gone by to see if I think it still holds up, because a lot of times I would go back and watch something and it just doesn't hold up. I, like, I don't like it anymore, and it's weird because sometimes I might have liked it at the time, and then I don't like it now, but I, I did this today, and I was like, wow, my energy is really good in this video. And I think sometimes it's valuable to do that because sometimes things about you will kind of slip. Like, you don't even realize that you have told yourself to consciously be... Like, for example, I'll I'll give a very specific example to me. I had a tendency of getting off to bad starts in my YouTube videos. Like, I wouldn't smile right away. It would take, like, the first minute or two for my video to really hit its stride where my energy level was high. So I made a conscious effort to fix that. I went back and watched one of my old videos... And I remember that, that that mindset was at the front of my mind, and I was really good about it in that video. And after watching it, I was wondering, you know, maybe I've let this slip a tiny bit. Maybe I do need to bring this back to the front of my mind while I'm recording again and not get too content. So I think sometimes if you don't constantly check in at all phases of your creative process, you might miss things. I, I think it's good to revisit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, this is kind of a different topic altogether, but what reminded me of it was when you said um, to to see if things like hold up after a while. Two of my pet peeves in like uh, like shows or movies, like any any platform where there's like video. Uh, number one is when they 
like make a big deal about the technology like that's like a big part like right now there are all these dating movies that are all about like texting on the iphone but in 20 years there's going to be something in technology that's more advanced or something so i like it it loses a little bit of like the timeless aspect to it when when like technology of that specific time is so prevalent in the uh, in the show or movie. I mean, I don't know exactly how you fix that. Maybe just try to avoid technology stuff altogether and focus more on the story. But the other thing I hate is when, like, it's this fake world where all these actors are different characters, but then they meant, they make pop culture references to actors in the real world. So, like, The Office, there's a whole episode where they're talking about Hillary Swank and they're talking about if she's attractive or not. Well, to me, it takes me out of it. Cause it's like, well, if Hillary Swank is a person in your world, then who's Steve Carell? Who's John Krasinski? Those people are real celebrities, but they just don't, they don't exist in this world. It doesn't make sense to me. That's interesting that that actually like bothers you at all. I was, I, I actually love stuff like that. I just think it's funny, <laughs> but I, I don't, I guess I don't think so much about, Who's Steve Carell in the universe? Maybe I need to think more about that. Uh, no, I mean, it's probably better not to be bothered by things and stuff. But for whatever reason, that stuff always throws me off when I'm watching it. I, like, get taken out because I'm just... My, like, analytical mind will be like, wait a second. These things don't compute right now. <laughs> Doesn't compute. Uh, that's, that's interesting. The first part of what you said. So are you saying that you don't like how in 80s movies the technology like let's say it's them talking on a landline phone there's something about that that would bother you because i find that to be really charming i actually kind of like it that's the reason why I'm, i'm just i'm interested uh i'm i'm trying to explain because it's there's like certain there there's like certain aspects of it like you can get away like if it's if it's in like an 80s style movie, I I don't know. I know that this is like picking and cho- like cherry picking here, but yeah, this might be actually one of your worst takes. I, I think <laughs> what I one that bothers me the most think about is the like nowadays the um, there are like all these like teen uh, rom com movies that come out all about that are like really it's almost like like. Te- Okay, here here's the argument. It's specifically when like texting is the like focal point of the story. Like you need that technology unless it's like like a back to the future movie where they're like it's a sci-fi movie. They're they've like invented some technology or whatever. But if it's like focusing in on uh we need specifically like uh iPhone 6s for this and that that's like a huge thing the entire movie i don't know it just bothers me because i i feel like it takes away a little bit of the timelessness of it but show me the movie where they need an iphone 6 otherwise they're not going to get to what they need to do dude i'm not giving you any examples all right i'm I'm writing that movie and it's going to come out next summer i won't go see it (laughs) i know this is one thing i won't support you on well, the unfortunate part is I was I'm casting you as a lead actor and paying you two million dollars, so I'm thinking that you're. I'm de- I'm it. declining the role. <laughs> That's interesting because you already signed the contract. I won't I won't have my career tarnished by that. 
No, I actually snuck the contract in your dreams, and you signed it in your dreams, and it was a dream contract, so it counts. So you think dreams are real? <laughs> we getting back on this time. <laughs> Dude, I've got to be dreaming. <laughs> that was the best title that we've ever had. Uh, a couple of notes on today's episode. So, uh, one is we will not be doing a Spotify segment. Instead, we will be doing a spelling bee, which we have done at least one other time I could think of. Mm-hmm. And it went really well last time, and it's going to go even better this time because I've been studying the dictionary inside and out during quarantine. I know the, the dictionary like the back of my hand now. So... That's that's what I've been doing during this quarantine. Uh, one of many things I've been doing to stay sane. I'm hoping sometime in the near future that the shelter and home will be lifted, but I don't want it to be lifted. It's like, for my selfish reasons, I want it to be lifted, but I also don't want it to be lifted if it's actually not the right time for it. So I'm hoping for the best here because uh, I think... As someone who lives alone, I think my days in isolation at this point, which you can you can relate to, we're talking like 30 days in isolation. And uh, you and I have been, I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak fully for you, but from what you've told me, we've really been taking this serious. I, I have interacted with like very few people other than like delivery drivers and occasionally like someone in my building. I've pretty much been just alone. Yeah, I've been the same. I delivery drivers, and then I also, uh, for those of you who know, I I had been sleeping on my couch since I moved here, and I actually just got a new bed from uh, uh, a friend of the podcast, Sean. He had been on this on the podcast twice before, but he had uh, he was getting a new bed. He was moving, and um, and he uh, he knew that I was in search for a bed, so. I've had a good couple nights of sleep on that bed the last, uh, I got it on Friday, I think. We're recording this on Sunday. So two good nights of sleep, feeling good about that. But yeah, just I, I definitely have been maybe stubbornly diligent with the stay-at-home thing even before. Mm-hmm. I mean, we only hung out once before the, like once the quarantine idea started, the we, I think we hung out like twice in that, that those two weeks. We like had a little board game night with just like four people. And then we hung out literally the day before the stay-at-home stuff went into effect. So we were taking it pretty seriously from the get-go. Well, I, I actually had this thought. When this shelter and home is over, yeah, uh, we will have spent about the same amount of time alone as the whole time since you have lived in Chicago. It'll basically be split, <laughs> which is just like a weird, it's crazy <laughs> to think about. Well, yeah, it's, it, it's honestly frustrating, I, not to keep bitching about this, but yeah. it's, it's frustrating because I was just like, you get, you get, uh, I, I moved to Chicago and was really feeling like, oh yes, this was such a good decision. I'm so pumped for this. And, and, uh. I feel like I'm back in Rochester again because <laughs> I've just been completely isolated. So it's been it's been lonely, but everybody's well, facing that. So well, on this topic, I do think something that we definitely should uh, talk about is our phone call from a few days ago. I think anyone who's been feeling kind of bummed out lately will, will probably relate or connect to this in one way or another, especially people who live alone. So 
people might be surprised to know that Brandon and I have not talked as much during the quarantine as people would probably guess. Like we've we've obviously we've talked, we talk on the phone sometimes, but we've actually talked less. And it's kind of interesting because when I don't hear from Brandon, it's usually like one of two things. He's either going through something and just kind of wants his space or he's like being hyper focused and like super productive. So when this happens, I'm like, all right, you know, <laughs> I, do I reach out? I, I probably should. He's my friend. So I'm, I'll reach out and try to figure out about figure out what's going on. So I was talking to Brandon and <laughs> the conversation pretty much went in the, in the direction that I, I figured that it might right away, which is, you know, how, how are we handling this? Like, we haven't been talking a whole lot. Like, what's been going through each other's minds? And we had a really cool moment where I, I don't... Which one of us actually made the first comment? Like, man, I... I, I think it was me. Didn't, didn't I start saying, like, man, I don't feel, like, good about this? Like, I'm doubting myself. I think that's how it started, As I said, I've been having a lot of doubts lately. Um, so that's pretty much what happened is I was talking to Brandon and... I was like, dude, this has been kind of tough. Like, I've been having a lot, a lot of really like negative thoughts. I've been ha- having doubts about this whole social media thing, and then just doubts about myself in general. And Brandon was like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad to hear you say that. Not because I actually am happy that that you're going through something, but because I'm having the same doubts in my head. So, Brandon, <laughs> t- talk to me a little bit. Talk to me about this a little bit. Yeah, well, I, I think specifically why it, it felt good to hear you say this was, you know, you you listen to all these like motivational speakers and and people that tell you you got to believe in yourself no matter what. You can't have any doubts. All this stuff. Well, my entire life, you know, I'm a confident person. I I would I would argue that Stephen is also a confident person in uh, both just ourselves as people, but also in the things that we like create or stand by like we we we're not afraid to uh put ourselves out there and all this stuff but we also will have phases where we're just like am i any good (laughs) or just like what's going on with me and you listen to enough of these like gurus who talk about you know once you start doubting you've lost and that i feel like that's been drilled in my head and I don't want to speak for Steven, but I think a similar uh, thing for him as well, where he's like, he's he's felt when he gets in those places, like it's, uh, it, it makes him feel even more down. Um, but I just, I think hearing it from you made me feel less alone in it and made me feel like, oh yeah, it's, this is okay. Like this is understandable. I'm human. Um, as confident as I want to be about things, sometimes I'm going to doubt myself and, uh, it's okay to acknowledge that and let it go. Um, cause I, I got to a really dark place. Uh, I don't know if you, I, I said this to you on the phone, but I got to a place where I was like, man, I was an idiot for not finishing my grad program because that's the only, that's that, that path was completely set up for me. And that's the only way that I'm going to be successful is if everything is just, set up for me because I get into things for a little bit and then I just start to doubt myself and I don't know if I'm good enough and I just got to this really bad place and you know hearing Steven say you know, I, I've just been like struggling with the social media stuff and all that it was just 
it was like a breath of fresh air because I, I like didn't feel so alone in my own head anymore. And I felt like this is part of the process. You know, it, it's it's OK to be to have grace with yourself, you know. Yeah, there's no matter who you are, there's there's no way that there hasn't been some effect on people. And if you're in quarantine, you're actually taking it serious especially if you live alone, you're definitely going through some things because your mind is just going to wander after a while. I, I understand some people it's going to be worse than others, but for a long time, I really felt like I was handling this like pretty well. Like I really was happy about it. And I think overall I'm, I feel okay with how I've handled the situation. I've had to develop new routines. I've had to like switch up my workouts. Um, it, but I mean, it's, it's been tough. Like, I've definitely not ate as healthily. I've definitely not gotten as good of workouts in. I've definitely not been in as good of routines. Just everything is a little bit worse than I'm used to right now. And then on top of that, I don't have a lot of the same outlets. Like, I mean, hanging out with my friends is therapeutic. Like that is my time. I'm an extrovert. I love being around people. It's it's part of what makes life like great and something that I talked about with Brandon actually is through this one of the big things that I've realized is I can't bank on just becoming like big through social media or something like right now I feel like all I have is my social media obviously I have other people and stuff but if I really just break it down it's like I live alone and I have everything is virtual and it it has really brought to the surface that there's a lot more to life that I truly enjoy and that I don't think it's that I want this this big success on social media as much as it is I like the things that come with this journey. I like the people that I meet. I like spending time with my friends. I like creating, but I like to have people be a part of it with me. And now that it's become just such a solo journey, it feels a lot less fun. It feels a lot less exciting. And I'm kind of glad that I had this realization because I do think I I put a little too much weight. I, I know I say this, that I don't want to put too many eggs in one basket, but I do think I did over-prioritize the value of my social media rise, like trying to build the platform above just the simple things because most of my best days in my life have just been hangouts with friends and family. So I don't want to lose sight of that, and I feel like this has been a very good like like smack to the face like laying it right out in front of my eyes Stephen pay attention to this because this is something that will benefit you for the rest of your life and if you do this quarantine thing right right now and you focus on the things that you're learning through it I do think that you can actually walk away for the rest of your life with some real appreciation on how to move forward yeah I it's my thought that a lot of the things that we've been learning over the last few years is how uh, how much things need to coexist. It's it's not you can't get too tunnel visioned on one aspect of your life. Like they're all pieces to the puzzle. Um, you know, it, in my life, I've made mistakes where I've just focused on relationship. Like I, I put all my eggs in. You know. Uh, a person that I cared about and not that they weren't deserving of that, but I, it's just to me in, in the way that I've processed it afterwards. Um, I, I don't think anything in life can be that uh, 
uh, can hold all that weight on its own. Like you have to balance things out with, with other stuff. So uh, us on this journey of like the social media and, and the artistic stuff, the, the creative content, all the, and then, you know, ha- having each other, having other friends, having family, if we can find uh, a good balance of all these things, I think that's the recipe for whatever our definition of success is. And I think for me, that definition would be, um, you know, really just being happy with my life. You know, not, I, I think happiness is, is not a, um, a thing that just kind of sits around. I think you just have moments of it, but, um, just overall, I think you put yourself in a certain environment where you have more opportunities to have those moments of happiness because you're, you're, you're getting a lot of fulfillment in, uh, different avenues. I think, uh, I don't know. That's just the life that from what I've learned so far seems like the best to, to go towards. Exactly. And to start this year, it, it is it is very frustrating and kind of upsetting because going into 2020, I had really hyped up this year for myself. And when I and myself also includes branded because a lot of the stuff that we do obviously is together. And Brandon moving here, obviously, it, one, it's awesome. I mean, it's we haven't been able to take advantage of it enough, unfortunately, because of the situation. But I think this just goes to show you that you can never like this is just how life is i really thought 2020 was the year that everything was going to finally line up and brain and i were just going to start crushing on these platforms and really going to just like, do great i didn't imagine that there would be this huge obstacle that would just be thrown in there of a worldwide pandemic it's just you you couldn't have imagined it and it's not to say that this has by any means ruined th- this entire year or, or, or anything, because I think I will be just fine. Like, I'll, I'll get through this like anything else. I think Brandon will get through this like anything else. But it it does it does really prove what, what kind of person you are with how you react to the, these types of adversity that you go through in life. Do you allow it to be the thing that breaks you? Or do you find a way to allow it to be the thing that ultimately makes you stronger and you get to benefit from it in one way or another. And right now I feel like it's sort of stuck in this limbo because just there's so much uncertainty, but it's a good reminder again, to not ever bank on your, to to basically not get too hyped on anything because life is too unpredictable. So the most important thing you can do is just be consistent. (laughs) Like, be consistent and things will work its way out. At some point, probably something really, really good, like good luck will happen. And people will probably be like, wow, this is this is great. Or maybe, maybe they won't because people a lot of times aren't appreciative, but it's the ebbs and flows of life. Yeah, I like to think, you know, some people call it karma if you're thinking spiritually, but I like to think of life as a constant law of averages. I think if, if you're doing the things that make, that uh, have the best chance of making you happy or uh, the things that you ultimately want to do with your life authentically, not based on what other people want for you. Um, and you're doing good by other people. Um, 
I think uh, for the most part, on average, you're going to get good things back. But uh, Stephen's absolutely right that there's this ounce of unpredictability within life, this ounce of surprise, um, which is also why I think uh, it's important to not entirely rely on feelings, but to also like build a foundation within your life um, that is uh, more uh, set around, I guess, logical thinking where it's like, oh yeah, if, you know, like I think of like building good habits, like a lot of building good habits is just um, putting yourself in a situation where the things that you think you'll want to do are a lot easier and the things that you don't want to get in the habit of you make it really hard on yourself to do those things and uh you know that's a very just logical uh point of view and so when when shit hits the fan or an unpredictable aspect of life hits you can rely on that structure or that foundation foundational piece that you've set underneath you to to keep you going and it's not to say that it's going to be foolproof because again like uh, there's some things that just hit us in a way that you can never fully prepare for but uh i think that's also when it when resilience kind of comes into play like even if you do i think sometimes things are just so unlucky that no matter how uh well you treat yourself or uh put yourself in the right position sometimes (laughs) life just you know, as Steven said the other day, because I always make this joke about how I'm killing the game. Sometimes the game kills you, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the game's killing me. The game's killing <laughs> Sometimes it happens, but I think, uh, um, like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and just, I don't know that I like necessarily how I respond to things immediately when they happen. I think sometimes I'm too easily defeated, but... Uh, I one thing I appreciate or I, I like to think of myself is is my ability to be resilient. So even if I am defeated, my life isn't over. I kind of have this more optimistic point of view where I, when all is said and done, I, I, I believe that I'm going to come out the other end of it okay. And um, I don't know that you need to have <laughs> the exact same perspective, but I think uh, whatever kind of uh, point of view gets you to a point where you're able to be resilient or adaptable to uh, situations that get, put you on your ass. Um, I, I think you're you're going to go places in life. What's been one thing during this quarantine that you've either learned about yourself or just has made you think differently? Um, well, I, I think... Uh, I've been thinking about when I first moved to Chicago, how motivated I felt. Like it was a level of motivation that I haven't felt since probably I was pursuing music. Like it just, and I know that 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 might also just be because of the, the, the change, but I didn't feel that when I moved to Rochester, you know, I didn't feel the surge of motivation. I didn't, I didn't feel like, oh, now I'm going to, take the world by storm like i i felt uh a part of myself that i thought that i had lost i feel like and um 
and then going into this quarantine, uh, I think has made me realize that what was working for me was, was that balance of things. Like I was getting my extroverted part out by spending time with you or the friends that we were spending time with. I was getting my creativeness out by doing the podcast stuff, by uh, doing um, my two YouTube videos a week, uh, this other creative stuff I was pushing myself on. Um, And then I was... I was uh, physically, I was taking care of myself because I was walking to to Stephen's place every day, and that was a forty minute walk. And then, um, on top of that, we were working out. So I was like hitting myself. Uh, I was like, things were kick. Uh, what's the freaking phrase? Like all cylinders were. What the, do you know what I'm talking about? What's firing the, on all cylinders. Fire, I was firing on all cylinders, emotionally, mentally, and physically. Uh, like things were just set up. And I think getting into this quarantine, uh, number one, I've realized that it's a lot of your behavior is super habitual. Not that I am, uh, I, I feel like me saying that kind of makes it seem like I'm not in control of my behavior because it's habitual, but there is a certain aspect of, uh, if you don't, if you're not set in, uh, certain habits, I think a lot of times it can be hard to muster up the willpower or motivation to do things. Um, like I think, you know, I, I think of, uh, back, uh, when I was pursuing music and I was in a really good place, I, it was easy for me to, to like go write a song. It was easy for me to work out. It was easy for me to do that stuff because I was building these habits for myself in Nashville um, towards the end of my time living there that it just was like part of my day. It wasn't like I had to had this like thought process through my head of, Oh, I need to overcome this. I need to just do it. Come on. You could do it, Brandon. But I, (laughs) I feel like what I've realized is, because I was only able to like what we have like a month and a half of um, month and a half of like us being able to do what we wanted to do. And that's not enough time to really build uh, your habits. So what did I do when this quarantine started? I was pretty good for the first week, about halfway through the second week, I had a a huge downward spiral where I started losing all motivation. And then I, then I had an up kick and that, and then this weekend I've been on the down again. No, Um, dude, you gotta get back in business, dude. But but again, it's just, it's all about that understanding that, uh, uh, like I wasn't, I think I wasn't set up for success in this environment that we are kind of stuck in now because I hadn't created good habits for myself. And so I, I think that that's what I'm both the balancing of these things that kind of fulfill me in the different areas of life, but also like really trying hard to make those things habitual so that it's not such a challenge every single time that I need to do something that I should be doing or that I actually want to be doing. Uh, like I don't, it shouldn't be this huge, like strain to have to do that because I, ultimately I want to do the things that I'm talking about. Like I want to work out. I want to do music. I want to uh, like call my friends and see what's going on. But like 
Like, you have noticed, I haven't called you that much. Yeah, dude, I'm pissed about it. <laughs> Freaking call me sometime. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'll get off my soapbox, but that's kind of the the overarching theme of what I think I've been learning about myself in this situation. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like I... Uh, kind of what I said before is, is pretty much mine. Just that realization of I had been banking too much, I think. I, I think I had been... I had pretty much got against my own way of thinking, which is I had put an endpoint of, well, you know, once I make it on social media, this sort of arbitrary thing, that's when things, I, I don't know, just, to, I, I was too laser focused on that. And this has really spelled out that the rest of the journey is what matters the most. Like the friends and the family along the way that are joining me on the journey. That's a big part of it. And just all the things that kind of come with it. So that's something I will I will take that with me forever because I hope we never have another pandemic again. I don't know how often this even could happen, but it sucks. It's not for me. <laughs> a lot of things in life are for me. This certainly is definitely not for me, and it's pissing me off. But, you know, I've got a Grinch mug to sort of represent how I'm feeling recently. I've got... A boot barn cup. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't. To be honest, I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't this know. was my ex's. I think I just still. Have. <laughs> there we go. I, I don't think I have anything of an ex I, in this room. I, I miss her so much. <laughs> I don't think I have anything of an ex in this room. If I did, I would. I would bring it out. Just, just for our audience, that's an inside joke that Stephen and I have, where pretty much any time <laughs> that we talk about one of our exes, we'll. <laughs> We'll do the fake cry. I miss her so much. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a good one. We have a lot of inside jokes, and I I, I appreciate that because I hate when other people have inside jokes. So I decided that the only way to cope with this was to have m- the most inside jokes <laughs> <laughs> to become the thing that I hate the most, which is almost ironically what my entire life. In- uh, well, yeah, show show for the people watching. Yeah, here we go. Actually, this is a good good example right here. I'm now I'm water jug guy. So after years of making fun of people for being water jug people, I was like, wait a second. If someone should have a water jug, it's me. You guys see how often I'm always drinking water. Why would I be the one person who doesn't have the water jug? I love it. <laughs> I, I feel so vindicated with this. I, I feel like. He, <laughs> Because he would give me shit about it. It's like, this is going to be one of those things that you just end up doing. <laughs> you, you shit on people, and then you just end up, end up doing well, what, it. What would be me stooping to the lowest of low? Like, what would be the thing where if I did that, you'd have to, you literally have to have oh a serious talk gosh. with me. I probably, <laughs> I could probably think about it. Oh, if you started, like, uh, preaching Zodiacs. <laughs> Okay, yeah, that's a good one, actually. <laughs> if I became a hardcore Zodiac enthusiast, I feel like that would be, that would probably be the lowest of low Dude, for me. Anna Dot Bomb would love <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's good stuff. Actually, that's such a good one. I'm glad you thought of that because that's literally like the number one thing, probably. <laughs> well, it's pretty fresh on the minds of our audience as well because that wasn't too long ago that you had that rant. How many times are we going to bring up Zodiac stuff recently? It's become... We might have to change the name of the podcast soon. Well, I just feel like... I mean, 
it's such a big trend right now with with millennials. What did you say? Like over fifty percent of millennials believe in it. I think it's like fifty three percent. I think it was the stat that I saw, which is it's incredible that that is an incredible percentage, and it's it's especially an incredible percentage because out of those people, like the people who do believe, I would like to sit them down and say, okay, how much do you actually understand even what you think you understand? Like, how much do you actually... Like, explain to me how the stars are having an impact on someone's personality. Like, explain that process to me. I bet... I bet, like, 10% could maybe give me an argument where I'd be like, okay, you've at least thought about this. And the other 43%, nothing. Well, you know what's funny is... I feel like one of the arguments that you and I have kind of mentioned is when somebody like makes decisions based on like their zodiac sign stuff, that's when it gets like really frustrating. Yeah. And I've talked to a couple of people who like swear up and down, they don't make any decisions based on it. And then I think one of, uh, one of our mutual friends, uh, I'll like watch her swipe through Tinder or something and, and they'll, it'll say like Taurus and she's like, oh, I can't be with the Taurus. <laughs> Exactly. It's like there. You literally just made a life-changing decision right there. Get out of it. This is what I'm saying. People are doing this. Dude, yeah. Maybe, maybe like this is actually what, at least my life calling is. I need to to, to tell fight people against to stop. Zodiac. I need to fight against the zodiac signs. Oh my. I feel like I would get so much hate for doing this, but I a hundred percent I would have like a following. They would they would definitely be behind me on this. Yeah. I just don't know that, that, like, this is... Is this a thing I would want to become famous for? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I, how, how much do you care? Like, if, if you were to become famous, how much do you care about the, the reason why you became famous? I think more than most. Because I, I just... I don't believe that any press is good press. Because... I definitely get the logic behind it, but there are certain things where I would not want that to be my breakthrough because I think we see this a lot of times. People become big for something, and then people can never look past that that was the thing they got big for. Like, I can imagine Daniel Radcliffe is going to be Harry Potter forever. Like, there's going to be certain people, and I think he's kind of lucky because at least, like, he wore glasses in Harry Potter. I feel like in, as dumb as people are, when he doesn't wear glasses he pro- and has like a beard or something, he probably can get away with being not Harry Potter. But in general, if you become known for something, it can be tough, no matter how talented you are, to break out of that mold. So I think there is a certain level of being calculated with what... I mean, you don't have full control over how you become big, so obviously I don't know how calculated you can really be. But I, I think it kind of does matter to a certain extent, because... If you get big for the wrong thing, you might always be known as that person, and that may not be good. Well, I think where this is a really good point are, are things that happen behind the scenes. Um, you and I are a big fan of uh, Bobby Lee and the Tiger Belly podcast, and he has talked plenty of times about how uh, you know there was SNL, but then there was Mad TV, and Mad TV was kind of thought of as like the trashy version of SNL. And when when that when Mad TV stopped. A lot of the cast members on Mad TV were having a hard time getting stuff because there was a certain pers- or a certain um, uh, reputation or uh, just like way that people thought of that show 
that like impacted Bobby Lee's chances of getting things. Like he was explicitly told at times, no, that you know that's the guy from Mad TV, or you know you're we don't we're not interested in a person from Mad TV um, to be on this thing. And uh, so as much as you can't control it, if you can be calculated you know don't make out with your sister for millions of views or something <laughs> yeah that's, see, that's the thing is people they take it too far and if people can take it too far they will take it too far and yeah i mean do you want to be that person who made out with her sister for money like do you want that to be how you got big i just don't think so i don't think that's a good way of doing it who was the the comedian who uh, made jokes after Kobe Bryant died. Uh, oh, Ar- Ari Shafir. Ari? That guy. Like, uh, I don't think that that is good. Like, I, I don't think that, that that was a calculated decision on his part to try to make jokes about that. It might have gotten him a little bit more notoriety for a little bit. I mean, the fact we're talking about him now, but he's always... A lot of people are going to just know him as that person. And I just don't know that that was a good move. Well, there's a, there's a Twitch streamer uh, that I was following, uh, Katerino. She was kind of flirting around with this Call Me Carson guy. And she also had a boyfriend at the same time that she didn't tell anybody about. And then she had sex with Call Me Carson's really good friend, who is another YouTuber, Twitch streamer. So she had like this this love triangle with three other with three dudes and everybody knows about it now and she's losing a ton of subscribers so if you just think that um any press is good press i think like i think logan paul you know he had that suicide forest thing that happened logan paul is an example of somebody like part of the reason why he's successful is because of how relentless he is like, I don't know if everybody could re- have recovered from that suicide forest thing, but he just he just doesn't quit. He just keeps going. He keeps doing different things and keeps trying to push the ceiling. Like, if you don't have that type of temperament, um, I don't know that you can totally go under the notion of any press is good press because if you get bad press yeah you might get more notoriety but unless you're able to just keep plowing through as you're getting hate and um kind of rebuild your image because i I feel like logan paul has like really rebuilt his image uh since that situation um we all know that I like watching Logan Paul, so why don't we? Well, just that's bring why it I figured I'd bring him up. He probably <laughs> we're having going through withdrawal symptoms, not talking about him on the podcast for a while. <laughs> I mean, I, I I've been watching him a little bit during quarantine, and I actually I agree. He, I, I was actually thinking about recently how talk about someone who, if you go to his videos now, he has a bunch of likes, like in terms of his like to dislike ratio for someone who was so polarizing and so hated for a little bit. It's pretty crazy to see how he's, all in all, I mean, he screws up. He's not always the brightest guy, but, I mean, he, he's put in the effort. Like, he's tried to fix his reputation, and as you said, he's just, like, kept going. So I think his story is kind of interesting in that sense. Yeah. Um, are you okay if I switch gears here? It's going to be a huge switch. Like, Okay, okay fine. Let's do the switch. All right. 
if you can make this prediction, how, how do you think you're going to die? Oh, what is it? <laughs> we're going so dark on this? Yeah. Um, well, we're going to end things on a light note with the spelling bee, so let's go dark for a second Oh, here. man. I, I mean, I have a, it's kind of a two-part question here. The first question is, how do you think you'll die? If you could predict. Um, dude, I don't really know because I, I, I've had a tough t- I've thought about this before. Like, it's definitely crossed my mind. I kind of have always envisioned that I die on a deathbed. And I don't know if that's, I guess maybe it's like old age. I get sick when I'm old. Um, maybe that's what I envision. I, I kind of almost. I'm hope. surprised because didn't you like, weren't you afraid that you weren't going to make it past 20 or something? Yeah. Yeah, but it's weird because then like, it's it's like I've changed gears on this, and I'm like, I kind of feel, I, I don't know, <laughs> I I hate to say anything because I don't want to jinx anything either. I just, I hope I get to live to be old. I feel like I'm going to live to be old. That's like what my gut tells me, but I imagine I'll be like 80 or 90 something years old, laying on a deathbed, and I kind of imagine that i give like a, a whole speech and i probably record it in like virtual reality or something my followers and my family my friends and everything and i'm like hey everybody i'm dying here all right jeez <laughs> but going live on youtube you about, like, <laughs> about to die <laughs> it's like <laughs> that yeah so i do a live stream and it says like my death live stream and then that's the title and it says like waiting and then and then all of a sudden i go live and i'm like hey everyone uh so i'm i'll give myself maybe 30 minutes to live not feeling so good <laughs> heart rate's pretty slow um just wanted to say i lived a good life you know someone treat come- every <laughs> treat everybody kind <laughs> Don't have sex with robots. <laughs> Someone comes in the comments and says, what is this, gaze of our lives? <laughs> I, I'm sure I get a bunch of hate comments on that live stream, too. Uh, <laughs> which would just be great. I'm like, Brandon, moderate this. <laughs> Brandon's the moderator. Dude, He's I, on his deathbed, I too. Hope we actually die in the same hospital. I hope your voice becomes the Tim voice when you get <laughs> So, uh, this <laughs> Brandon, moderate this. Brandon, uh, can you please moderate this? <laughs> what do you think is more like, you, you developing the Tim voice in old age or me developing the Gentry voice in old age? <laughs> Definitely you developing the Gentry voice. I just, I turned 50 and just started having a southern accent. <laughs> Yeah, so I imagine I give this just, like, incredible last performance on a live stream. <laughs> Say, you guys are great. Maybe my son's there, and he's like, Dad? And then I'm like, I, I, like, I like give him the sword, and I'm like, <laughs> defend my honor. The sword that I drew for you and on that note card. <laughs> my honor fight for me son and uh and then i turn around and stab myself with it jesus i thought you're gonna die of just like sickness (laughs) that's what everyone thinks 
so you commit suicide on a live stream i don't think that's you yeah, that would... talking about me taking this to a dark place <laughs> yeah you're dude? right that's that's pretty dark okay so scratch the last part i just give him the sword and say, <laughs> well i feel like it's it's only appropriate because we said that both of our kids are gonna take over the podcast eventually so might as yeah. well give him the sword too <laughs> I hope it was that answer what you expected. I was going to take it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I expected. <laughs> All right. I'm going to die one of two ways. I'm either going to die from something stupid that I didn't like take care of when I should have, like an ingrown toenail or something. Is going to get so infected that I just die. <laughs> no. Or it's going to be a, for the sake of comedy thing. I'm going to like be at a club or something. <laughs> Wait, those these are the only two options. <laughs> and I'm just gonna it's gonna be like a, one of these like um people that just like they can't think through their problems, they just take everything out in like physical violence <laughs> and I'm gonna say the wrong thing. I'm like, Oh, you're cute or something. he can call me gay and then I'm gonna say he's cute or something and then he's gonna just shoot me in the face. <laughs> and then no. my tombstone will say he died for the sake of comedy. <laughs> oh, no. Those are the only two ways I see myself going. Uh, okay, so... <laughs> my second part question was... I, I guess... I don't know if this is... You already answered it this way, but... How would you like to die if you could pick? Huh. I would say either – I'd like to do it in some way where I give people closure. So I think I think something where, like, people could kind of see that it's coming. I don't, I, I think – I don't want it to be, like, a sudden – I wouldn't want it to be, like, a sudden one. Um, yes, yeah, so maybe I'm just, like, really old and I'm just, like, all right, I'm not feeling good. This is probably my last week. <laughs> and then – and then I would, I don't know, create content that last week. All right. I mean, I, th- I think, I think that's it. Okay. Or something epic, sword fight. <laughs> sword fight. Dude, this would be the perfect ending for both of us. We each have our own swords, and we have one final duel. And the duel ends with both of us lodging our swords into each other's hearts at the same time. All right. If we're still live at 100, we're doing this. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, my gosh. And it would be cool, too, because, like, we turn 100 at around the same time. So, like, this would actually work. <laughs> yeah, on your... Well, okay. So, do we do we do it on your birthday or we give a couple days after? On my birthday. Do it on your birthday. <laughs> Okay. What if you died the day before your birthday? That would suck. Dude, that would suck. Oh yeah, let's not have that happen. Let's let's both hit the hundred and do the sword sword fight. <laughs> and it's kind of funny because then it sort of would be for the sake of comedy. <laughs> See, I told you, dude. It's all kind of come come together. I love it. <laughs> See that that didn't end up being too dark, other than your suicide pack that you're trying to commit to <laughs> Dude, i was supposed to be all right let's 
Let's just—it's swords. Swords is better. Swords, <laughs> swords is better. Uh, you wanna Good old sword fight? Do the spelling bee? Don't tell me what to do. All right. I asked you a this question. Is, this is called everything must go, not everything must brand it. All right. I asked you a goddamn question. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, we could do the spelling bee, but only if I win. Well, that's up to you. I got the ball in my court. I'm gonna win. All right, you ready? Am I going first? You're going. F- you're going first. All right. Ready? Well, hold on. Let's just give a little announcement. Do 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 boo boo boo. Everything must go. Spelling bee. Okay, for this one, give me a number or number between one and ten. You're gonna do that. Just fucking do one and then hit the generate. Nope. This is how I'm doing it. One through ten. I'm not participating. You you, you lose by default. Then <laughs> you have to walk the plank. Then and that's the only option. Uh, five. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. You don't know how to Lu- say the word? Luculent? <laughs> Lu- Lucilent? Huh. I'm, gi- I'm giving you too much help because of my phonetic attempt to spell this. Hold on, let me see. Let me, let's, let's hear it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the pronunciation of this because I don't want you to spell this right. I thought you were supportive of me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. All right, here we go. Luculent. Well, you said luculent, so. I need to type it out. Or write it. <laughs> no, you don't get to type it out. That's not how spelling bees work. This you is, don't type things out on spelling bees. Are you kidding me? I didn't realize this, this was a getting, real spelling bee. This, this is the Everything got, nope. Must Go podcast Dude, spelling This bee. is a real spelling bee. Have you seen? Have you seen how spelling bees work? No, yeah, you can do that. You can spell it in the air. Yeah, I know I can fucking do that. Shut your goddamn mouth. Dude, learn spelling bee rules, okay? I don't think I have it. All right. Lucilent or luculent. Uh, L-U-C... E L L A N T. Luculent. wrong. <laughs> Dude, that couldn't have been any further from the real spelling of it. All right, what is it? Dude, Brandon's the worst speller I've ever heard. Wow, I can't even believe I'm on the same podcast. L U C U L E N T. Luculent. Wow. You hate to see that. Hit me with your best shot. All right. Oh, it's, uh... It comes from the word lucid. Interesting. All right. All right, pick a number, one through ten. Um, okay. Two. (laughs) Good luck with this one, dude. <laughs> no, you, you. This isn't fair. You always give me hard ones, dude. I, you picked the number. I gotta look how to pronounce it. Great, I'm sure I'll get this one right. <laughs> and the thing is, is like you can't even guess how to spell these words a lot of times because they're not even spelled at all like you'd guess. Quisense. 
quiz sense. Okay, I'm not even gonna put too much thought into this. <laughs> oh, okay. Q U I C E N T S. Couldn't be any further from what it actually is. <laughs> no. <laughs> Q U I E S C E N C E. What? Dude, this isn't even a word. <laughs> no one knows how to use it that means, word, dude. Uh, inactivity or dormancy. Dude, that's not even a fair one. That one was a cheat code. That's not fair. All right. Okay, here's another one. Ready? Pick a number. One. Oh, whoop-dee-doo. Here, travesty. Oh, no. Travesty. <laughs> It's actually worse, I think, if you spell incorrectly an easy word. I think that actually hurts more. Travesty. T-R-A-V-E-S-T-Y. Travesty. Correct. Correct. Heck yeah, dude. All right. You're all right, kid. No. Kiddo. Dude. All right. What is your number? <sighs> Three. One. Two, three. I've never oh, had an easy word. This is easy. Obtuse. Right. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know. Wait, dude. I'm worried that I'm gonna I'm gonna overthink this. I think I know it, but I, if I get it wrong, I know why I got it wrong. Okay, so I think it's. OB. Hold on. T you already got you already out of the spelling B. You have to say the word before you Ob pronounce it. Obtuse. O B. T U S E. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm so good, dude. You're incredible. Alright. Yes. Last one for each of us. Alright. Pick a number. Two. Don't you mean one? Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I know how to pronounce this word. Because I, I think I'm going to say it wrong. So let's see. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. It's here. This is going to be everybody's favorite part of the segment. Yeah, they love this. Let me look up pronunciation. Wait, I don't know. The, hold on a second. Uh, I don't I don't like this pronunciation. I'm gonna listen to one more pronunciation of it. Cause I don't Maybe I just don't know how it's said. <laughs> I just don't know this word. Okay, the word is fission. Fission? Fission. <laughs> fission. F I S S I O N. Correct. Ha <laughs> Hell yes. Well, how did you think it was pronounced? Is. I don't know. Fission? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or fission? I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. I was dude. too. I, <laughs> I was worried about it sounding too similar to fission. <laughs> so I just wanted to make sure I was clear on that pronunciation. I don't know what that word means. Um, isn't it similar to fissure? I don't know. I was thinking it's like 
the Pokemon move Fissure. Fission. Maybe it's not. The action of dividing or splitting something into two or more parts. It's in biology. Um, okay. What number? Mm, four. Alright. Feckless. Feckless. F-E-C-K-L-E-S-S. You got feckless. it! Feckless! <laughs> Dude! Dude, we gotta do another one. We're tied up. up. We gotta see who okay. wins. Okay, then we each just do one. Alright. Alright, ready? Blythe. Blythe? Blythe. B-L-I-T-H-E. Blythe. Correct. Yes. Alright. That was an easy one. Oh, this is an easy one, too. Dexterity. It's a lot longer. It seems like I could easily screw this up. Hold on. I mean, there's only one letter I'm not positive on on this word. wrong okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go for it but i'm i'm nervous i might get this wrong because i don't know what this one letter is dexterity d-e-x-t-e-r-i-t-y you got it okay i wasn't 100 percent positive i was pretty sure but a little nervous <sighs> okay <laughs> how long is this gonna go on <laughs> all right i'm gonna go to the next one and it's osifi that may not be the right pronunciation. I hate when they have like the little pronunciation under it too, because it's like, yeah, I don't know what that means either. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different language, pretty much. Okay, I pronounced it completely wrong. <laughs> it's ossify. Ossify. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> My pronunciation there is an embarrassment. All right, ossify. O c i f y. That's incorrect. All right. It's O S S I F Y. To be fair, I have no idea what that word means. I don't either. All right. Oh, you're going to win. Discreet. I hate this word, though, because this is one of the words I always spell wrong. I might get this wrong because I always avoid this whenever I write emails or whenever I write anything because I'm like, I feel like I don't know how to spell this right. Okay, hold on a second. Um, no helping in the chat for those of you who are watching this live. I'm going to get this wrong. I just feel like I don't. <laughs> um, uh, discreet. D E. <laughs> this is the part I don't know. C R E T E. It's D I S C R E T E. <laughs> Dude, I hate this word. I hate this guess. word. Guess. You're not supposed to put the guess in the chat. <laughs> oh, yeah. I spelled it completely wrong. I just realized. Jesus. All right. Next one. I think she didn't she put it in there after that was. Maybe, but. Over? She's. T- 
Making it too close. Yeah, too close. So we both got it wrong again. So we have to just. Can't how long is this episode going to go on? <laughs> I can cut it if we need to cut it. No, we're let it let it go. Let it go. Okay, ready? Next one. I can't believe I got that wrong. That would be one of those words that I just don't know. Okay, this is a super easy one. Constrict. Constrict. C O N. S T R I C T. Correct. I like my brain lost the letters for a second. <laughs> oh dude, my gosh, okay. dude, this is fucking bullshit. Bogus. <laughs> Bogus. B O G U S. All right, let's go. <laughs> Why all of a sudden are these? I mean, we, easy? do you want to just tie or do you want to play for wins? Uh, I feel we gotta we gotta get get, get a winner. Okay. I. Uh, I'm not 100% positive on this pronunciation. Oh, great. Those are always my favorite. Those are always fun. Also, big uh, big shout out to people who make YouTube videos of just random words being pronounced. <laughs> okay. Repine. Repine? Okay, why did you have to look this up? It's not what I think it is if you... Are you are you cheating? I, I can't trust what you're doing right now. What are you looking up? I'm I'm not looking up anything. I'm thinking This man this man can't take an L. He can't take an L. Why did you have to look it up? But I don't want to overthink it. Repine. R E P I N E. That's correct. Okay. Why did you have to look that up? Dude, because I don't know. It looks like that's what it is, but now I don't know what that word is, and I, Dude, I'm not trying to screw you up. What's with all these easy ones here? All right, appease. Appease. A P P E S E. I won. <laughs> Did I spell it wrong? Yes, I it's A P P E A S E. Yeah. I, I knew I would do that eventually where I would just actually miss a letter. No. Heck see, yeah. This is, this is why it's tough to do a spelling bee when you can't actually see that letters spelled out. There's no way I would have got that wrong. You hate to see that. You love to see it, folks. So basically the conclusion we can draw here is that this game is stupid. <laughs> and that I lost when I should have gotten discreet, which I think I'd – D-I-S-C-R-E-T. Yeah. You said D-E. I spelled it D. <laughs> okay, to be honest, my least favorite part of this episode is that now everyone thinks I spelled discreet D-E-C-R-E-T. <laughs> Which isn't even close. And it's just... Spelling is more difficult when you do it out loud. That's my takeaway of today's episode. Takeaway. Any final thoughts? Uh, <laughs> um... I am releasing another original song next week, or I guess it's this week on Friday, April 24th, I believe it is. Is that this Friday? Let me look. Yep. Friday, April 24th, I am releasing a song on YouTube exclusively uh, called Drive. It'll be a, a lyric video. So for those of you who follow me and my music, um, check that out there. And then if, if it does well enough, I'll end up releasing it on streaming platforms as well but i want to start it off on youtube and just see 
you know, it costs money to put stuff up on the streaming platform. So I, I started off on YouTube. We'll see how well it's received, and then we'll go from there. But other than that, no other news for me. What about you? The only news for me is I finally did a Chicago apartment tour video. So if you've not checked it out, check it out on my YouTube video or <laughs> check it out on my YouTube channel. I lose a spelling bee and all of a sudden I can't make sense anymore. Listen, if you want to appease Steven, just be discreet about it, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's really great. Um, so I finally did that, but keep in mind, it, my apartment looks a little empty in that, so there's going to be more videos of it being a little more put together, but it's kind of hard to do that right now because it's just me here. Uh, um, other than that, uh, not too much to say. I'll be doing a Chicago Q&A video finally, like actually just answering specific questions that I got asked. And I don't know what other videos I'll be doing after that. So anything you want to see, feel free to hit me up at Stephen Russell B. Awesome. Yeah, if you guys want to reach us, either of us individually, uh, like Stephen said, at Stephen Russell B, that's his handle on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Brandon J. Flippin on Instagram and Twitter. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns about the podcast, uh, email us emgpod at gmail.com, or you can call us 513-427-EMG5. Leave us a voicemail, again, 513-427-EMG5. Uh, social media, we are at emgpod. Thanks for listening. I hope that you enjoyed me kicking Steven's ass and the spelling bee, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy.